It's time for the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show, presented by Embassy Suites. This broadcast is also brought to you by AC Delco Bumper to Bumper, Arkansas's best Chevy dealers, Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield, Dillard's, Pepsi, Stevens, and Simmons Bank. Now, here's your host, Ray Tucker. Ray Tucker? Well, no, Ray, Ray Tucker's Tucker. not here. I don't look like Ray Tucker. He's a lot older, too. Yeah. Sorry about that, Tuck. Yeah. I am Trey Schaap, the voice of uh, the Little Rock women's basketball team. And how about this? The head coach, Joe Foley, off of a two-game road winning streak. There you go. I never thought we'd be talking about that tonight. I was going to ask you, after <laughs> sitting here last Monday night and trying to figure out how you're going to get your team to play together and compete against Troy and South Alabama, both of them on the road after walking out of the gym Saturday night, knowing that Kristen Vorns was probably not going to be able to play again this season. Uh, what were you thinking this time last week? I wasn't thinking. I was crying. I was pouting. <laughs> I was too. <laughs> Let me be honest. I, I might have done it on the radio during uh, the game. After that game Saturday, I thought, Lordy, how are we going to get, get this stuff together? And, you know, that's the thing about – you know, young ladies and young young people, they're pretty resilient. They forget about stuff pretty quick, and, you know, I, I give them credit. They came back and fought their, fought their heart out, and uh, I thought uh, played the best fourth quarter that we played this year. My daughter was not able to be at the game a week ago Saturday to see the injury to Kristen Vorn, so I've got her to where she likes to watch tape. She likes to watch game film, so we'll rewind it and we'll watch some of the games sometimes. Sometimes even the games she's been at, she likes to go home and then watch them again to kind of see what she thought she saw and see if an official missed a call here, kind of like me, or uh, what happened on certain plays. But with that, we wanted to see what happened with KV's injury. And obviously an App State player fell into her good knee and um, damaged it, and so she's done for the year. But one thing that I noticed – as we were watching through the timeout, every second you kept looking over to her to see, Jacob, okay, what are they doing? Is she getting up? She's not getting up. And then you'd come back and you'd talk to your players and you kind of look back again. And I'm just thinking, you're over there looking, you're probably thinking, oh, my gosh, we've done, we've lost her again. Well, and that's exactly what's going through my mind, the way that, you know, she went down, the way she was hollering. It, it was just like uh, in the tournament. I mean, yeah. same situation. Now that she got hit this time, a kid rolled into her in the tournament. She just made a pivot and it went out. But it was the same scream that you hear from every kid. And when you hear that scream, it just, it just, I mean, your heart just sinks. And especially a kid that, you know, first thing she said when she got hurt in the dressing room last year when the game was over, she said, I'm coming back. I'm not going to finish this way. And then to see a kid fight to get back like she has and be in that situation again, that just makes your heart sink. I think we'll try and get KV here for a broadcast before the season's over because her being a senior and and one of the leaders, I mean, we know her collegiate career is over with. She doesn't have any eligibility left, but I think it'd be neat to get her here. And I asked you um, in Mobile, are you going to take her to the conference tournament? And you said you were. You bet. You bet. She deserves, you know, anything like that. just be part. She's part of the team. I mean, just because you're not out on the floor doesn't mean you're part of the team. I don't get out on the floor. And I'm part of the team. And that's what I told her. I said, you can help me coach, finish out the year and coach. And I said, you've been around this and you know the game as well as I do, and you can help these young ladies figure it out. Yeah, when you get kicked out of a game, she can slide right down and maybe take over the, the, the whiteboard yeah, and everything. She, she doesn't have to wait for me to get kicked out. She can just <laughs> take over, take over. Well, uh, we're laughing because it was a great road trip for the last time around the sun in the state of Alabama. I mean, we go in to Troy, Alabama, and <laughs> I, a little birdie told me that Sunday you didn't look at any game tape last Sunday. No, that's the first time in 40-something years, 43 years. And I was so sick after the way we played. And, you know, uh, again, I wasn't going to give in just to the other players just because we got one hurt. They, they should have focused better than that, and I should have done a better job than that. But – you know, when you're playing against the 2-3 zone and there's no pressure on you, there's no reason to throw the ball away 24 times. And you know, I tell our kids that, all. you know, I tell ours, the, way we, the reason we play man-to-man is to pressure the ball so when kids get tired, they make turnovers. And they wouldn't put any pressure on us, and we was throwing it away. And that, that frustrates. When you beat yourself, I, I, don't, I don't feel real good. Now, if the other team beats us, it doesn't bother me. If they're just better and they executed better, and we don't beat ourselves, I can handle that. But when you beat yourself, that tears me up. And that game pretty well tore me up. Well, it tore a lot of people up. But luckily, the Lady, Lady Trojans were able to rebound on the road at Troy, Alabama. And 
I know we've talked about going down there and how difficult a place it is to play, and a lot of that is because of the shenanigans that they like to try and pull on you and everything. (laughs) We show up to the gym. Now, we didn't talk about this on our pregame talk, but we can talk about it here because it's the coach's show. It's where you kind of let some of the secrets out of what happened, especially on the road. We show up for – practice at 4.30 on Wednesday. Go, go ahead and walk them through it. I don't like talking about this. Stuff. So we show up for practice at the gym on on Wednesday at 4.30, and we're told that, Coach, uh, we, we don't have any courts available right now. We've got a scheduling snafu. Our women's volleyball team is on the auxiliary court. Uh, what? Wait a second. And so you sent Rayana DeGray, your director of ops. She handles all the scheduling for, for practices and stuff when we're on the road, and she talked to their director of ops, and they came back and said, well, you can go in the locker room right now, and I think your response was great. We can't do anything in the locker room besides sit. We can't practice in the locker room. So eventually they came out, they let us on, but they even brought an assistant coach on the bus to apologize for everything. And uh, it, it's just it, if it's not one thing, it's another when you go to Troy, Alabama. That's just the way it is. But I will say this, 68-66, Little Rock comes out on top on Thursday night. Hey, things have a way of coming around. Uh, <laughs> yes, they and do. And when they do, it it makes it feel that much more special. And, you know, so I thought, like I say, it's, if you do that kind of stuff, it's going to come back to get you, and it come back to get them, and our kids are ready. And it's kind of like I was talking about at tip-off today. Uh, when fate falls your way, be ready because it's going to happen. And if you're not ready, you can't make it happen. So if you're not intense, if you hadn't been fighting all week and practicing hard, and doing what you're supposed to do, then you can't take advantage. But when you get a chance and fate falls on you and you're ready for it, things work out pretty good. Well, you had some players step up in that game. We're going to specifically stay on Troy for a while. Uh, Rosie Potter, a career-high 24 points in that game. She's a, she's a senior from Tracy, California. My first question about her is, does she have a COVID year? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. So yeah. she can play next year. Yeah. Uh, 24 points, a career-high from her. And – after seeing her in her first two Sunbelt Conference games, I didn't expect that out of her. I don't think any of us did, but we have we've seen it, but it's been a while. And, you know, that's where we got to get her consistent because she, she can do some things that other kids on our team can't do. She's the best driver we got. She just got to learn that when she beats her man that you either hit the open man or you go up strong and shoot it. And, you know, she still wants to kind of get in there and, kind of finagle around and be off balance and try to get it and you can't play like that and uh you know to have a kid be able to get in there if they can make plays then you got something pretty special so that's what we're working on and i think she can i don't think there's any doubt that she can't do it she just never had a, uh, been told how to do it why to do it and i think she's starting to understand and the better she gets uh, the better we're going to get and Dariel Johnson, she stepped up. She had a career high in points, 14 points, nine rebounds. She was one rebound away from a double-double. And she told me that Angelique Francis stole one of her rebounds in the game. And I went back and looked. Yeah, she did. But uh, almost a double-double for DJ. And, and she's, she's one of the ladies that you know you're, what you're getting on the defensive end with her. She's going to go to the board. She's going to crash the boards on both ends of the floor. But shooting-wise, you've told her that with KV out, you're going to have to step up and start shooting the basketball now. Well, I was trying to get her a little bit before, and she was getting a little bit more okay, you know, but she's always kind of yielded to those guys that I've seen them do it, so I'm fine with them doing it. And I told her, I said, that's that's not the way anymore. I said, if you're not shooting, we're not going to win. And, you know, it's not, you know, that I think she's a great shooter or anything. I don't think, but I think she's a good shooter and may, may become a great shooter now that she realizes that's what we need. But, uh, I mean, she's starting to fire it up now. She's put, she's put up some threes. She's, she's done some things that, uh, you know, I didn't know what she'd do, but I think we've got her going in the right direction. She was 6 of 15 from the floor, 2 of 6 behind the three-point line, three assists, one turnover, one steal, three blocks in that game. She had a heck of a game. We've got more coming with Coach Joe Foley right here at Embassy Suites. It's a Little Rock basketball coaches show on 1067 Buzz 2. Back after this. The future is not about a bond reaching maturity. The future is what my grandfather worked for. It's what my father carried on. It's my responsibility today. The future is my son's tomorrow. At the Stevens Private Client Group, we believe that our strength builds success, not only for us, but for our clients. Stevens, member NYSE SIPC. 
Not only is Diamond Bear Arkansas's oldest production brewery, Diamond Bear is also the number one major award-winning brewery in the state, recognized both nationally and internationally. Diamond Bear Pale Ale has won four major awards, along with three being gold. If you want something lighter, try Diamond Bear Pale Ale. Support beer from the natural state and enjoy great award-winning products from Diamond Bear, proud sponsor of your Little Rock Trojans. Stepping into the unknown, it can be difficult to find the way. But with the compassion of the cross and the security of the shield, obstacles become openings. As we have for more than 65 years, Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield will continue to light the way, using our knowledge to create new healthcare solutions, giving you the power to shine forward to whatever awaits tomorrow. Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Live fearless. Potbelly Sandwich Shop has the best warm, toasty sandwiches in town. The Potbelly Signature Sandwich, a wreck, features warm, toasty bread with turkey, ham, roast beef, salami, and melted Swiss. Warm up with a bowl of soup and stick around for dessert. Potbelly bakes fresh cookies every day. Feed your group with Potbelly Catering. Potbelly Sandwich Shop at University in Markham and downtown in the bottom of the Simmons Tower. Proudly supporting the Little Rock Trojans. Through the last 108 years, obviously we've seen good times and bad times. Everybody has. If you're in business long enough, you're going to have the bad times. But out of the bad times always come the good times. From generation to generation, the constant is that the Bale family's there for you. Whether it's service needs, parts needs, buying a car, or the collision center, our family's always there for you. Shop Bale Chevy and BaleChevy.com today. Has your roof been damaged in the recent storms that hit central Arkansas? They may have. We won't know until we can get on your roof. Hi, this is Joel Johnson with PI Roofing, your roof leak detective. We've been servicing central Arkansas for the past 15 years. We know what hail damage looks like. If you would like one of our trained professionals to come and look at your roof for free, call our office. That number is 687-6246. Or you can also visit us online at piroofing.com. Call today, schedule today, PI Roofing, your roof leak detective. Welcome back to the Embassy Suites out here in West Little Rock. Embassy Suites Little Rock is in the business district and minutes from the campus of UA Little Rock. Embassy Suites is the official hotel of your Little Rock Trojans. Embassy Suites Little Rock, a great place to stay. Trey Schapp sitting in for Ray Tucker, Joe Foley, the head women's basketball coach. I should say all-time winning as coach in Sunbelt Conference play. 824 wins in his collegiate career. 300 and something of them all at Little Rock. Eight and six, three and one, first place in the Sun Belt Conference right now. Head coach Joe Foley. Well, we got we got a couple of good Texas schools coming in. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, it's going to be tough. The whole, you know, hopefully we're starting to get our legs under us a little bit. Hopefully we'll start being a little bit more consistent. And you know, you, you can't ask for any more out of the kids than what we got last week. So I just hope we keep on the upswing. Oh, you can ask a lot more out of them. Keep winning. Well, Man, that, that's what I want to ask out of them. You know, <laughs> one of the things that happened during the game. Now that you said that, uh, we were going down, and I think it was like the third quarter. Troy or Troy? Yeah. Okay. Troy. Yeah. And DJ, it shot. She shot one in the corner, you know, and made it. I think. And she said, "I said we're going to run so and so," and and she said, uh, "Do you want me to shoot it when I get up there?" <laughs> and, and and I said, DJ, I just want you to win the damn game. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and everybody laughed and we went on. It's kind of uh, like last year in the game against Georgia State in the conference tournament when, you know, we were down a little bit. You had to call timeouts in the third quarter. You looked at them all in the face. And, I mean, we were down. They were a little down. And I can't say exactly what you said because uh, Todd back in the studio would have to hit the dump button. And I'm not sure that 106.7 has a dump button. But you basically just told them that cha- that winners don't get tired. Oh yeah, champions yeah. don't get tired. Right, right. And, and they responded. You know, uh, great players, and you, you know, I'll, I, I emphasize it, and we emphasize it after watching the uh, the South Alabama a little bit today. Some clips on it, and I say, I said at halftime, I said, you see number thirteen at halftime. I said, Leak, you need to wear her butt out. I said, she's not in great shape. You're in great shape. I said, wear her butt out the second half. And she did. That kid she didn't did. do anything the second half. No. And that's a good player. And I said, guys, that's the reason we want to be in better shape than the other team. 
is that right there. That's how you win games. It's everybody's got good talent. You got to be tougher than they are, and you got to be in better shape. And that's I thought that's what we were this this past. I thought we did a better job against Troy than you know. I thought Troy. I, I mentioned last week that they've been playing all the way through. I thought they were in great shape, great team, and I didn't know if we could at this time. And I thought we played harder than they did. I think we did too, and I, I think the fact that them hitting shots early in the game gave them a little bit of confidence, and they realized that, okay, we can play with this team. Exactly. And I think inside, DJ and Angelique Francis, the job they did on Felmas Karanga, who she she's a pro. Exactly. She, she's got some pro moves, um, but they did a great job on keeping her down. She only had in the game – she only finished with 12 points, and she was averaging right around like 16, I believe. Yeah, in some games she's getting 20 and 25. And, you know, that was kind of our emphasis is, hey, we got to shut this kid down, and you two guys are going to have to do a good job, but you other guys are going to have to really help. And I I think they did a good job, but I think we did a great job of helping them too. I mm-hmm. thought we, we caused her some problems. She turned it over. I thought she got frustrated. And I thought Troy got frustrated because they were used to coming down, throwing her the ball and getting a lot of points. And when they couldn't do that, I thought they got a little frustrated. Well, Myra Caicedo, four steals in the right, game, too. Exactly. She was dropping back, and she'd help on the double team. And when those post players put the ball down low, she's right in there stripping she's it out quick, of their hands. She's quick enough to make a lot of things happen. <laughs> yes, she is. Yeah. Let's talk about Tia Harvey in the game against Troy. That was her first game of playing since Texas A&M when she rolled her ankle there in Reed Arena in College Station. She finished with 11 points. She did foul out of that game, but she fouled late in the game trying to just stop the clock and not allow them to get a shot off. But uh, she finished with 11 points. I'm sure you were surprised to see her play as well as she did when in her first game back. Well, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but, you know, we lost KV, and Sally also hurt her shoulder in that game. So Sally didn't practice for the two days before the Troy game. So – I didn't know if she's going to play that much. So that put Tia in there, and I'm thinking, okay, we just lost her two leading scores. I'm putting the kid in the starting lineup that hadn't played in five weeks. It just got cleared. Just got cleared. Hadn't really practiced that much. And so we start the game, and we go down, and she goes up and down the floor twice, I think three times. About two minutes, she's, Coach, i got to come out. <laughs> and I thought, good guys. And so, you know, but she got I think it was, their, you know, just that early win, a little nervous, hadn't been out there. And after that, I thought she settled down and she played a heck of a ball game. Made a three, a big three for us. Uh, made a couple of jump shots in the lane the second half that really opened things up. And just had, had a good, very good ball game, especially for a kid that hadn't played in five weeks. I thought that fourth quarter was some of the best basketball I've seen out of your team in quite some time. And, I mean, it was blow for blow, back and forth. Troy would hit a shot. We'd come down and we'd hit a shot. They'd go down. They'd find a way to get something thrown up and hit a shot um, in that game. And, it was back and forth, and then I think the turning point in the game was when Kai Sato got tackled around the top of the key, and she goes to the free throw line. She doesn't make both of them, but she makes enough. She makes one, and then Troy's not able to come back in that one. We'll finish up on that. We'll look to South Alabama and the Texas schools when we come back. It's Little Rock Coaches Show live at Embassy Suites in Little Rock with your first place head coach, Joe Foley of your Little Rock Trojans. Strength is measured not by the number of counts. Strength is placing value on relationships. It's having the vision and the guts to invest in growth. It's the commitment to responsibly manage your money. At Stevens, we believe that our strengths build success, not only for us, but for our clients. Stevens, member NYSE SIPC. Out here, we'd charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinnerbait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. 
Potbelly Sandwich Shop has the best warm, toasty sandwiches in town. The Potbelly Signature Sandwich, a wreck, features warm, toasty bread with turkey, ham, roast beef, salami, and melted Swiss. Warm up with a bowl of soup and stick around for dessert. Potbelly bakes fresh cookies every day. Feed your group with Potbelly Catering. Potbelly Sandwich Shop at University in Markham and downtown in the bottom of the Simmons Tower. Proudly supporting the Little Rock Trojans. Congratulations, you're having a little girl. At that moment, everything changed. Our hopes and dreams for ourselves were instantly replaced by our hopes and dreams for her. We got life insurance policies from Shelter Insurance so that regardless of what life throws at us, we'll still be able to provide the world to her. Visit shelterinsurance.com to find an agent to help you pick a policy that's right for you. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. What does amazing sound like? At Baptist Health, we hear it every day. It sounds like a new life, a strong heartbeat, faith in action, and 100 years of all our best. Thank you for allowing Baptist Health to provide you with compassionate care for the past 100 years. We look forward to serving you for many to come. Visit baptist-health.com to learn more. Step into the new when you drive a Chevy. It's time for a fresh approach and a new perspective. Meet new friends or reconnect with some old ones. See the world in a brand new light and find the Chevy that's right for you. From the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever to the versatile Equinox or the stylish Blazer, you're bound to drive home in the Chevy of your dreams. So what are you waiting for? See your Arkansas best Chevy dealer. Welcome back to the Embassy Suites Little Rock Coaches Show. Want to thank our sponsors, AC Delco, Bumper to Bumper, UAMS, Simmons Bank, Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield, Datamax, Arkansas best Chevy dealers, Stevens Inc., PI Roofing, Pepsi, Tipton and Hearst Baptist Health, Bell Chevrolet, and Diamond Bear Brewing. And, Coach, I'm sure you might have had a Diamond Bear after the weekend that you had with two big road wins through the state of Alabama. Let's switch from Troy. Oh, but real quick, you wanted to bring switch, up that fourth quarter. Exactly. You, you say it. You read it right there. Uh, Ten of 13 is how many percent? 76.9% fourth quarter. That's yeah. lighting it up. That's when you got to have it right there. And, you know, if you look at the second quarter, we shot, <laughs> we shot 13%, and I'm thinking, oh, Lord. This is not going to be a good night. Well, you know what that tells me? Whatever you told them at halftime, tell them before the game next time. Yeah, yeah, that, and maybe they'll shoot better. Those magical halftime speeches don't really don't really do it. It's a matter of players making up their mind to get something done. But, uh, but I again, when they shot that, I thought, man, that, that took a lot of guts right there. When you win at Troy, and that's the first game of the weekend, and then you got to go to South Alabama on that quick turnaround and not knowing what the weather was going to do. There were winter weather advisories in Mobile of all places. We thought we might run into some ice. We didn't, but we got there. We practiced a little bit on Friday, and then we play South Alabama in the Mitchell Center where two years ago you won number 800. So that building, um, you've been pretty good inside that building, and you win again this weekend by a final score of 74-52, to and that's a game that – Little Rock led throughout the complete 39 minutes and 10 seconds of that one. I thought we played pretty well. And, uh, you know, we did a lot as far as mental approach and, and film and, and tried to get a lot done in, in about 15 or 20 minutes of hard practice. Uh, you can't go for an hour or two uh, like we used to try to. Uh, we, we went about 15 minutes of really hard and really emphasizing we got to do this to keep them out of the middle of the floor because that's our whole thing is drive the middle and, and play your one-on-one and kick it out and keep them on the side I thought was very important. I thought after about the first five minutes of the game, I thought we really did a good job defensively, frustrated them, uh, got some steals, got some layups, and I thought we played a, a really good basketball game. Yeah, you forced 20 turnovers in the game against South Alabama, and that was the exact number you forced against Troy as well, so 40 turnovers forced on the weekend uh sally corma able to get back in she had 15 points in that game dariel johnson had, had 10 um she was four rebounds away from a, a double double angelique tied her career high with 15 points and myra kai sato a career high 15 points four assists she did have two turnovers but three steals again she had seven steals on the weekend only four turnovers two in the troy game and two in the south alabama game well that's you know we emphasize with her is with her speed 
stay under control. You're going to beat most people just being under control and pull people to you and get the ball to the people. And, you know, that's just like scoring. If you've got eight, nine assists, that's just like you're, you're responsible for 20 points. And uh, that's what a point guard should do. That, that day, though, the first half, uh, she had a couple of big threes for us. I thought really loosened our team up. And, you know, when, my, when she's shooting the ball, and, and we don't depend on her to shoot a lot, but when she's shooting and it's going in the hole, it kind of relaxes the other players. Okay, if Myers got it going, we can all get it going. And, you know, that, I thought she really got us. And then I thought the second half, I thought Leak really did a good job. It's the first time that in a while that I've really said, all right, we need to get the ball to Leak down there low and see what she can do. And she responded. She answered it well. She uh, went seven for – was it seven for eight? Seven of eight. Seven of eight from the field. So, you know, you get a kid doing that that's not used to, to having to carry the load and the other kids see that, and, you know, you're doing some pretty good things. Her plus or minus when she was on the court was 18. Dariel Johnson's was 20. Myra Caicedo's was 25. And, of course, you did bring Myra off off the court a little bit in that South Alabama, Alabama game early. She had five, She was five of eight from the floor, three of four from the three-point line. You talked about that. All three of those three-pointers were in the first quarter. And she ended the first quarter on a long three-pointer right in front of Terry Fowler and their bench, as and the, it was nothing but net. As the horn was going as off. As the horn was going I off. Mean, she released it just in time, and that was pretty uplifting there. I could tell the kids when they were coming to the bench, say, man, this, this is pretty good right here. So we had a lot of enthusiasm going, and anytime you get the, the kids loose and playing with enthusiasm, uh, usually good things happen. You say the team was loose when that happened. I think the team and the coaching staff was as loose as it's ever been when Haley Honaker, the walk-on, <laughs> is able to score, and then she goes down on the other end and she draws a charge. And I was wondering if she was going to be, you know, like cemented into the floor because the I believe it was uh, uh, Anderson that ran over her, Kiana Anderson, for, former player that we had, Keedy. But uh, before that, Keedy had blocked her shot. And – Tell everybody here because they don't understand what goes on in the locker room. So you run into the locker room after the game. Everybody's cheering, and what happens? Well, you know, you always like to have a little fun. And, and Haley's really, you know, kind of got a spot in my heart because anytime a kid walks on in college basketball and goes through what we do, how hard you got to work and, and the job you got to do, and you're not getting paid for it, that's pretty special. And, you know, she comes out there every day and fights her tail off and gets mad if I take her off the floor. And, you know, some kids – Man, Coach, if you take me off, I'm going to rest a little while. She's one of those. I take her off. She, she's ready to fight. So I'm always trying to have fun with Haley. And, and, you know, she hasn't got to play a whole lot, so she got to play. And she drove up there and, and drove right into the six one, six two kid waiting on her. And Kitty just pounded it, you know. And I, I thought, oh, Lord, you know. <laughs> and it went right back to her, and she took it right to the hole and laid it up and scored. And I thought, well, that's good. But I thought I'm going to have a little fun with her. And, I go in the locker room, and everybody's clapping for her, and everybody's having fun. And So I said, all right, everybody wait just a second. I went over to her, and I looked at her, at her forehead, and I said, well, I just wondered if you had Wilson right there on the top of your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> so that kid had just knocked it back at her, you know, and she said, Coach, I'm going to get you back for that one. So I, I guess she's going to get me. Well, but, you, but, might, you might get her back. I don't want to say it on the air, but I've got another way you can get her back that might, <laughs> might uh, surprise her and everybody else on the team. But the win at South Alabama, I mean, that's the way you want to follow up a game against Troy on a game where you're, you're going to get back home, you're going to have two games at home, putting them away early, and then being able to just sustain that uh, had to please you. Well, you always wonder when you have a big win like you, you did at Troy and you put so much into it, how are your kids going to prepare themselves for the next game? And you don't ever know. And it, this game is so mental because, like I say, everybody's got talent. So it's all about mental. And are you going to be ready to fight the next time you get on the floor? Are you still thinking about that last game? Because when you're thinking about that last game, that next game's not going to go very well. And so, you know, they responded the right way. They did a good job. They got themselves ready. And, like I say, I thought our defense played really well. And that's what I can kind of tell is if we're in tune, if we're playing pretty good defense, then I know – we're pretty in tune to what we're doing. So I, I was really proud of them, and now same situation. Okay, now you won two. You think you've done it all, or are you, are you ready for these next two? And that that's be the job that we have. You know, we'll start a little bit today, and we'll really go tomorrow and Wednesday. You know, you got – you know, Texas Arlington has, has been tough, tough for, for – you know, they, they just hadn't got it done in the tournament. They may have been the best team in the conference maybe the last two years and just hadn't got it done in the tournament. They're very talented. Texas State's always beat us every year, it seems like. We hadn't been a year that they hadn't beat us. 
and they're always up around the top. So we've got two two very talented teams coming in this week, and uh, we got to see how we're going to approach it and how we get ready to play those two games. Yeah, Texas State is the first one up on Thursday. It's a special 11.30 tip in the morning with uh, Texas State and your Little Rock Trojans. Texas State, um, on the season, they are um, uh, – they, they lost twice last week to well, uh, Texas UT. Arlington. They played them on Thursday Arlington, and turned around and played on Saturday. They lost both of them. And, and the game, the and game Thursday, game, they, they were won. up five with 24 seconds to play. Should have won. They, they had the ball up five and ended up giving it away. And, you know, that was, has to be frustrating. And then let them come down. And they, they went back to Texas State and played there on Saturday. And Arlington turned around and beat them again. So, you know, kind of goes when you – when you get a team that's dangerous like that, okay, they know they gave one away. They know that they didn't play well. And how they're going to respond? Are they teed off and ready to play the next team, or are they feeling sorry for themselves? Usually I'd rather play a team that's feeling pretty good and thinking, okay, we got this, we're on the way. Those teams kind of let down sometimes, but those teams that are teed off because they knew they gave one, they're pretty dangerous. So I'm a little worried right now. And UT Arlington as well, who we play on Saturday, obviously, won't even worry about them until we get the Texas State game done. Right, right. And, uh, you know, good ball club, I think. Didn't they beat Troy? Uh, not Troy. They beat uh, Louisiana, which beat Troy. I believe so. I, I'm I trying they, to pull their records I'm up pretty right sure now. they beat Louisiana. So that shows you the talent they got. And, you know, they ended up, I think, second on our side last year, right ahead of us. And they've got good talent. And it'll be a tough game. They have two losses, though. Yeah, yeah. UT Arlington does. Right. So, um for some reason, the computer doesn't want to cooperate tonight. But the importance of that 1130 game and having kids that are able to come and watch your basketball team play, what does it mean to the program? Well, it exposes and gets a lot of young kids in the, in the gym. It gets a lot, a lot of fun. Let them get exposed to basketball, get, uh, create some interest. Uh, a little worried this year because of the COVID issue, there's no doubt. I'm sure there will be less people there, less kids there because some schools probably – doing virtual learning right now so we may not have as big a crowd as what we've been having but uh you know we gave give them the opportunities all we can do and uh you know it it's kind of funny because there's a lot of noise and sometimes it's not even for your own team sometimes they're yelling for the other team so it's kind of funny at times but you'd rather have noise in the stands is dead and uh so i always kind of look forward to it and uh, i think we've played texas stayed in this game quite a few times now and they've beat us and that's that's the key is we got to keep our focus and, and get ready to play against and we've gone on the road before and uh, played in some of those kids games and you're right about Ooh. it uh, yeah. i mean I, even the first game that i did with you eight years ago lsu it was a kids game and and you said something about i, I asked you how do you keep the kids quiet or something you said i'll just go buy them all ice cream that'll keep them quiet for at least a quarter or there something yeah and uh, didn't we play it when texas a&m the kids game this texas year texas a&m this year was a kids yeah, game it was a kids game yeah gary blair's over there Blair's walking around all before the game handing kids candy all the whole game the whole preset before the game and it was funny i said blair's up there walking around he ain't worried about playing no uta uh, is five and two Texas State is three and four. Little Rock and App State are in the top spot, three and one. Both of those teams. Uh, UTA is tied with Troy at five and two. Louisiana's three and two. South Alabama two and two. Arkansas State three and three. Texas State three and four. Coastal Carolina and Georgia Southern both two and three. Georgia State one and three. And ULM zero oh and six. The importance of the fans to realize that you have three games in the Jack left. That's it, and two of them this week. So. You know, when you get – we talked about this last week and you wasn't here, but, you know, the conference pretty well messed us over and you only got one game in February at home. That's pretty tough. I don't that's, think the Ohio Valley will do that to us. They better not. Or they, won't, they, won't, they won't like what I say in the paper about them either. <laughs> and I'm still waiting to blast the Sun Belt when I get the, op- the right opportunity. It'll come. It will. It'll, It'll come. Will. Maybe in Pensacola after uh, a Monday, Monday, Monday win. That's kind of what I'm thinking. If it's a Monday win, that means good things. That uh, means Little Rock's going to the big dance. Uh, yeah, really. really. <laughs> Coach, uh, it's always great to uh, be with you, and uh, congratulations on the two wins this weekend, and uh, we look to uh, make it two more this week. Hopefully we will. Appreciate all you guys coming out here. That's Joe Foley. We'll be joined by Preston Laird, assistant basketball coach of Little Rock men, when we come back on the other side. Trojans got a split this past weekend, but, boy, what an exciting game on Saturday. Uh, Three-overtime thriller 
to talk about here when you come back to the Little Rock Coaches Show. At Stevens, our philosophy is to invest every dollar as if it were our own, to seize opportunity, to anticipate rather than react, to deliver constant focus in an ever-changing world, and to pursue the objectives of our clients in order to help them reach their financial goals. A proven history of helping companies and individuals. Stevens, member NYSE SIPC. Stepping into the unknown, it can be difficult to find the way. But with the compassion of the cross and the security of the shield, obstacles become openings. As we have for more than 65 years, Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield will continue to light the way using our knowledge to create new healthcare solutions, giving you the power to shine forward to whatever awaits tomorrow. Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield, live fearless. Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinnerbait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. Potbelly Sandwich Shop has the best warm, toasty sandwiches in town. The Potbelly Signature Sandwich, a wreck, features warm, toasty bread with turkey, ham, roast beef, salami, and melted Swiss. Warm up with a bowl of soup and stick around for dessert. Potbelly bakes fresh cookies every day. Feed your group with Potbelly Catering. Potbelly Sandwich Shop at University in Markham and downtown in the bottom of the Simmons Tower. Proudly supporting the Little Rock Trojans. Through the last 108 years, obviously we've seen good times and bad times. Everybody has. If you're in business long enough, you're going to have the bad times. But out of the bad times always come the good times. From generation to generation, the constant is that the Bale family's there for you. Whether it's service needs, parts needs, buying a car, or the collision center, our family's always there for you. Shop Bale Chevy and BaleChevy.com today. What does amazing sound like? At Baptist Health, we hear it every day. It sounds like a new life, a strong heartbeat, faith in action, and 100 years of all our best. Thank you for allowing Baptist Health to provide you with compassionate care for the past 100 years. We look forward to serving you for many to come. Visit baptist-health.com to learn more. Welcome back to Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show. We're at the Embassy Suites. Embassy Suites Little Rock is in the business district and minutes from the campus of UA Little Rock. Embassy Suites is the official hotel of your Little Rock Trojans. Embassy Suites Little Rock, a great place to stay. We're joined by men's basketball assistant Preston Laird. Coach? Hey, Troy. Thanks for having me, man. How are you? Happy to be here. Well, no, you can think Ray Tucker. or You can think Daryl Walker for doing uh, (laughs) recruiting tonight. So you got the short straw. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm happy to be here, see you guys, and, and talk a little hoops. So you guys, unfortunately, did not get to play our rival Arkansas State this season unless the conference comes up with some crazy rule here in the 12th hour to say, no, we're going to let you all play. Uh, We're not going to get to play them. And they are on top of the conference right now at 4-1. and Little Rock is 2-2, and and you come off of a split this past week. But uh, the Texas State game was the first game back after not playing at Louisiana when you found out about – three hours before the game that you're not going to be able to play because of COVID. And then that wipes you out for the two games with Arkansas State last week uh, before you even got to that uh, Texas State game. So walk me through the mindset of the coaching staff after getting the news that we're not going to be able to play Lafayette. Right. No, it's it's first and foremost, it's the, the health and safety of the guys. Um, we figured out that we were in the middle of, of you know COVID running through us. We had to get everybody tested. We had to get everybody organized and back home to Little Rock as quickly as we could. Um, so making sure that, that we were all on the same page there with Lafayette, of course it was, it was you know, they were part of that decision as well. Uh, we didn't want to expose any of them to anything they needed to be exposed to. Um, so we had to get back on the bus, get back home. We didn't know what was going to happen with Arkansas State at that point. Um, we had some guys injured. Uh, we had to keep testing other guys. So it was, it was a very fluid situation. 
Um, but, you know, with, with George Lee and Coach and, and our athletic training staff, uh, they were in constant communication, did a really good job keeping us on point, keeping everybody safe. Um, and, and it's just a year of new challenges. I mean, all this is just unprecedented. Uh, it doesn't matter if you've been in the business for 40 years or five years. Uh, we're all just trying to do our best and work through it, and, and uh, so far so good. But it was disappointing not to be able to play those Arkansas State games. I was going to say, how disappointing yeah. was that? Because that's, uh, that's our big rival. We, yeah. we, we love playing those guys, and hopefully – that series will continue with our move to the OVC. It'll just move a little bit earlier into this into the year. But how how difficult was it to look and say, man, we're not going to get to go to Jonesboro, and they're not going to get to come here? Right. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to give you the the traditional coach talk here, where every game's just any other game. That's one where you look at the schedule and you put a little star by that game. I mean, it just is. Um, so it's disappointing, and for our guys too. I mean, you you talk about the rivalry. You talk about um, the tradition and the history, especially changing conferences. And, <clears throat> excuse me, you don't really know what's going to happen moving forward um, in terms of keeping that rivalry going. Hopefully it's something we can do, um, but uh, we'll see. Yeah. So with the two games with Arkansas State uh, not being able to be played and Louisiana not being able to play, that's three games that you've lost. And then you got to get ready once you are cleared for a Texas State team who comes in to the Jack Stevens Center. And Texas State was uh, on a roll. They had only lost one game on the season coming in, in conference play coming in, and you still weren't full strength. You're not going to be full strength at all. It doesn't appear to be this season. So COVID has taken a hit um, out of these Little Rock Trojans. And looking at the box score and watching uh, the game on video, 43-24 at the half, it seemed to me like there was a lot of rust out there. Yeah, absolutely. Like like I said, and, and I've been talking with Coach about it too, Like this game is about rhythm. You know, if you're, you're fans just like you guys are, you watch the game, I'm sure some of you played the game, uh, you, you've seen shooters, they get in rhythms. You, you hear announcers talk about we're in a great rhythm offensively, we're in a rhythm, our, our team has got chemistry. And, and with COVID and the, the injuries, we just haven't been able to get that consistent um, opportunity, circumstances to develop a rhythm. Uh, as a group, when your roster is constantly changing uh, in and out, bodies in and out, guys in and out, you, you, you got to kind of plug holes where you can. Um, and it's it's very challenging, like we talked about. It just presents new challenges. And, uh, you know, but we're, we're doing the best we can. Our guys are, are really responding. Um, they're really responding, and, and they're evolving and adapting when, when they need to, uh, when we're asking them to do things that we haven't asked them to do before. And that showed on Saturday when they, when they gutted out a win. Well, we'll get to Saturday in a second. You come back in the second half of the game against Texas State. You outscore them 35-26, just dug too deep of a hole to try and get out of, lose by 10, 69-59. What led to the turnaround in the second half, do you think? I think we rebounded the ball a little bit better, took some better quality, higher percentage shots. Um, Texas State is a, is, a, is a really good basketball team. They've been you know, the cream of the crop in the league uh, consistently for about the past three, four years. Um, they do a really good job with that program, and they've retained a lot of their players that has helped them um, kind of get to that consistency and that rhythm that we've talked about. So they're, they're a good basketball team, and they came in here and they beat us. Um, shorthanded or not, we have to be able to rebound the basketball. It doesn't matter who you play. You've got to be able to rebound, and that was the, the biggest difference in the game for us. And then we get to the game on Saturday. Wow, what a game. Little Rock and UT Arlington. You're leading after the first half, 35-26. Second half, it's tied. They score 43. We score 34. We have four guys foul out of the game. Four of our starters foul out of the game, yeah. and we go into triple overtime. Yeah, talk about some adversity in that one, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're, all, you're already shorthanded, and, and we are seriously talking over there as a staff during the game, hey, if – we have one more guy foul out. What are we going to do with four guys? Well, and you had a guy with four fouls. Right, right, exactly. So we were sitting over there thinking, okay, we're going to have to play some kind of box zone, you know, like a 2-2 zone because you you want to you, you try to prepare as a coach as much as you can for, for situations. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm not ashamed to say that's not something we're sitting in the office talking about. No, no. But D.J. Smith, he plays 45 minutes. He had four fouls, but he had – 27 points in yeah. the win for you guys and he's a hometown kid just Absolutely. from across the river in north little rock yeah that's one thing we talked a lot about with dj during his recruitment was 
obviously being local and from Little Rock, but coming from a winning program and, and leading a winning program for several years in high school. And you hear people say it a lot, like, that kid's a winner. Well, DJ Smith is a winner, and you can see why. Uh, he stepped up when we needed him to, especially as a freshman, a young freshman, a true freshman, not someone that redshirted and, and is a year older. I mean, he's an 18-year-old kid and stepped up when, he, when we needed to most and uh, help us get that win. All right, you have to explain to me the thought process when it was down to the fact that, okay, Tyrell's going to have to go in. Tyrell Curtis, we're going to have to put him in because right. he's our f- fifth guy on the bench left. And right. he goes in and he contributes right. for you guys. No, he, he helped us make winning plays. I mean, he did too. And, and it wasn't just DJ and it wasn't just TJ. I mean, there were moments in that triple overtime game where every single guy that played contributed. Um, you know, Admir tipped that ball out to TJ that led mm-hmm. to the layup. Um, he had another offensive rebound that allows us to milk the clock a little bit more. I can I can go down the line, but for TJ particularly, I mean, just he'll remember that for the rest of his life. Um, and coach did an awesome job, kind of crystallizing that moment for him in the locker room after the game. And and he drove home a point too. Uh, and he and he told the guys, he said, "This is why I coach all of you the same, because you just never know when your moment may come." Uh, and that was a very important point for those guys to understand. And, and TJ gets it just like everybody else on the team when he's in there practicing. Um, and, and those are the moments that, you pre- that prepare you for, for what he did on Saturday. And he was excellent for us. Yeah, TJ, two of two from the floor, one of one, the big three-pointer, and then the, the, the uh, other uh, basket from the floor. And just five minutes, but they were all critical because you win by two, 98-96. Let's rewind into mm-hmm. the game. What's the thought process in the huddle when it's tied up and we're going into that first overtime? Um, just find a way to win. You know, find a way to win. As a player, you know, I, I played, and, and those guys, they, they love to play, and it's you, you revel in moments like that. You know, you don't get opportunities to play in overtime games very much, you know, and, and let alone triple overtime games. But uh, you sit there and you're like, this is fun. You know, you try to have perspective, calm yourself, um, Coach Foley was talking a lot about the, the mental side of the game. I mean, that's very relevant in that situation especially. And uh, it was just, just telling everybody to relax. You know, you got to kind of have a short memory. Uh, like Ted Lasso says, you got to be a goldfish, you know. Yeah. Uh, forget about the first 40 minutes and understand that you have five minutes right here. And, uh, you know, one of my mentors, he, he has an expression, he calls it WIN, which I think is very appropriate, but it's an acronym for what's important now. WIN, what is important now. So it just kind of brings you back to the present. You know, what do you need to do right now for the next five minutes to win? And we talked about rebounding and taking care of the basketball and, and making plays, and those guys did. 6-6 six, six after the first overtime, still tied. You go into overnight overtime number two, and as you're looking at the guys, anybody look tired or anything in that huddle? No, I think the, I think the adrenaline was, was pumping pretty good at that point. Um, that thought never crossed my mind. I didn't think they were, they were tired. Uh, I was more worried about – you know, the focus and, and worrying about if they were worrying about the last few plays, but um, they were locked in and, and they did a good job and and, uh, and it was good. Well, I know Rand was texting me because uh, we, we finished our game and I'm still trying to keep up with your game. You, you guys started 30 minutes earlier than we yeah. did. And so I'm trying to, to watch actually an hour earlier because that tipped at 2 o'clock. It was a long game. And we tipped at 3 uh, but he texted me and said, well, we're down to five players. And I'm thinking, oh, my <laughs> gosh. So I couldn't wait to get on the bus and see the end of that one. We'll finish up talking about the big win over UT Arlington in triple overtime 98-96 with Coach Laird after the break. And we'll look forward to the road trip this week for the Little Rock men as they head to the states of Carolina, North and South Carolina. We'll discuss it when you come back. The future is not about a bond reaching maturity. The future is what my grandfather worked for. It's what my father carried on. It's my responsibility today. The future is my son's tomorrow. At the Stevens Private Client Group, we believe that our strength builds success, not only for us, but for our clients. Stevens, member NYSE SIPC. 
Not only is Diamond Bear Arkansas's oldest production brewery, Diamond Bear is also the number one major award-winning brewery in the state. Recognized both nationally and internationally, Diamond Bear Pale Ale has won four major awards, along with three being gold. If you want something lighter, try Diamond Bear Pale Ale. Support beer from the natural state and enjoy great award-winning products from Diamond Bear, proud sponsor of your Little Rock Trojans. Has your roof been damaged in the recent storms that hit central Arkansas? They may have. We won't know until we can get on your roof. Hi, this is Joel Johnson with PI Roofing, your roof leak detective. We've been servicing central Arkansas for the past 15 years. We know what hail damage looks like. If you would like one of our trained professionals to come and look at your roof for free, call our office. That number is 687-6246. Or you can also visit us online at piroofing.com. Call today, schedule today, PI Roofing, your roof detective. What does amazing sound like? At Baptist Health, we hear it every day. It sounds like a new life, a strong heartbeat, faith in action, and 100 years of all our best. Thank you for allowing Baptist Health to provide you with compassionate care for the past 100 years. We look forward to serving you for many to come. Visit baptist-health.com to learn more. Step into the new when you drive a Chevy. It's time for a fresh approach and a new perspective. Meet new friends or reconnect with some old ones. See the world in a brand new light and find the Chevy that's right for you. From the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever to the versatile Equinox or the stylish Blazer, you're bound to drive home in the Chevy of your dreams. So what are you waiting for? See your Arkansas best Chevy dealer. Your husband is pretty handy to have around. He makes the world's best mac and cheese. Lunch is ready. He's in the Tickle Monster Hall of Fame. (laughs) And he can teach anyone how to throw strikes. But a busted pipe and a basement full of water? Honey, I think we need a plumber. Is a little out of his league. That's where a homeowner's policy from Shelter Insurance comes in handy. We'll help get your house back in order and your husband back to what he does best. (laughs) Find an agent at shelterinsurance.com. We're your shield. We're your shelter. Welcome back to Embassy Suites here in West Little Rock. want to thank again AC Delco, Bumper to Bumper, UAMS, Simmons Bank, Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield, Datamax, Arkansas Best Chevy Dealers, Stevens, Inc., PI Roofing, Pepsi, Tipton and Hurst, Baptist Health, Bell Chevrolet, and Diamond Bear Brewing for their sponsorship of Little Rock Trojan Basketball. We're joined by assistant basketball coach Preston Laird here at the Embassy Suites because Coach Walker's on the road recruiting. It's a never-ending part of a coach's life is recruiting, is it not? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's the lifeblood. It's the lifeblood of the team. So, um, you know, there's certain NCAA rules that prevent me from sharing too much, but he is on the the road recruiting, and uh, trust me, that's exactly where he needs to be right now for for who he's going to see. So it's a great trip. It's going to be a good trip. Um, But, uh, yeah. All right. Well, let's go back real quick and finish up the discussion on the UT Arlington game. Um, it's tied up after the second overtime. And so when we go into overtime uh, three, the third overtime, and Little Rock is up uh, 98-95 with about two seconds to go, 2.9, I believe, and we foul a three-point shooter. Yeah, that's that's the worst thing that could happen, right? I right. Guess. Well, I guess the worst thing would be, foul him and he makes the makes shot, the shot. <laughs> but, yeah <laughs> but it was it was about the worst thing that could happen and and uh you know we spent we spent a good amount of time today in our film session talking about that moment um coach had to drive that point home again that huddle you know that I, th- I think the full timeouts are about 60 seconds or whatever they are coach spent about 55 of the 60 seconds talking about not fouling shooters so as a as a coach it's it's those are the frustrating moments where you got to remind yourself to have patience because, you know, they are learning. And, and uh, even a kid like Admir, who's been here a few years, has not been in positions like that. So uh, you don't have experience until you have experience. And uh, unfortunately, he did the wrong thing. Uh, fortunately for us, he missed the first one, um, which put them in a position where they had to miss the third one, and we came out on top. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Little Rock wins it, 98-96. They improve to 7-9 on the season, 2-2 two two in Sunbelt Conference play, and now it's off to the Carolinas. First up, 
Coastal Carolina, the Chanticleers in Conway, South Carolina. That game will tip at 6 o'clock Central time, and you can hear that one right here on 106.7 Buzz 2. What do we know about the shots? Um, Well-coached team. I mean, Cliff Ellis has been around a long, long time. He knows what he's doing. Um, They've got some athletes. They've got some good interior play, good perimeter play. They switch up their defenses a lot. Uh, They like to play fast. Um, They're a good ball club. And uh, this trip of of going to the Carolinas is always a tough trip. It is always and will always be a tough trip. When we won the league two years ago, we were the only team in the league to go on this trip and win both games. And that gave us some real good separation uh, within the standings. So it's a a tough trip, but it's also a great opportunity for us um, to go out and try to do the same thing and and hopefully get some separation from the pack. I was going to say, if you can go on the road this time and win both of these games and come out of Appalachian State and Boone on Saturday at 4-2, that's probably going to give you a little bit of separation too. App State is six and two in conference play, but if you knock them off once, that gives them another loss. You have to think with Arkansas State leading the league right now at four and one, it's a difficult road trip for them as well. They will start at Boone and then go down to Coastal. Would you rather start at Elevation and then go down to the coast, or start at the coast and go up to the Elevation? You know, uh, personally for me. Uh, I, I have never thought of that, uh, what that answer would be. But, See, that's uh, why I come up with the difficult yeah, that, questions. <laughs> that's, that's a tough question. I mean, you, you, for us, we don't talk about the elevation a lot with our guys. Um, just but they because, have a sign in the arena that says 3,333 feet. Yeah, and the, and the like, coach, what, what's up with that sign? I don't worry about that. They're lying. Don't, don't let it get in your head. Your ears That's, popping yeah. on the drive up. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's yeah, nothing. Yeah, don't worry about it. You know, everything's fine. So um, kind of one of those things where you don't want to create demons. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I, I think for, for this group, for our group, it, it, it makes no difference to us. Um, there might be some science out there that says, hey, you want to go to the elevation first, but uh, I'm not familiar with it. Yeah, if you would have been making this trip last week, you would have had snow in the mountains and snow on the beach. Uh, maybe the snow gets off of the beach for your guys' trip. Uh, I know you're going to leave uh, Wednesday, uh, get over to uh, Conway and Myrtle Beach, a great place to stay, Yeah, um, and not a bad drive to Conway. And it's a, it's a nice, intimate gymnasium there that they have at Coastal. Yeah, it's a really nice a really nice arena. We, we've commented on it before. You know, we haven't been there in two years, but – it's a nice facility. Um, Conway's nice. We we stay at a, a Sheridan there in town. It's not far from the beach, so um, a couple guys might walk over there or something. See, that's but, the difference in Joe Foley and Daryl Walker. Yeah. Joe Foley, when he sees a beach on the trip, he's going to stay at the beach. Yeah. We're going to stay at the beach in Pensacola. I know that. <laughs> he's going to stay at the beach in Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Anytime he can see water, he wants to see water. Well, when you won 800 bajillion basketball games you can do you can do whatever you want to do you can tell the ad hey here's where we're staying exactly um i guess the 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 trick the trek from conway to boone is a difficult one though because it's about a five five and a half hour bus ride so for for those of you that don't know that's what makes this trip really tough Mm -hmm. uh is going to myrtle beach playing that game and then you gotta and it's not an easy drive i mean you're up in the mountains and windy roads and so that's what makes this trip tough is that is that stretch. Do you guys leave the night after you play and go ahead and get up to Boone, or will you go Friday morning? We'll go Friday morning. Coach likes to get up and practice um, in the morning and then and then just knock it all out. So we'll practice uh, Coastal on Friday and then make the trip. Do you let Ray Tucker decide how hot or cold the bus is? He gets no input on the temperature of that bus. <laughs> That is Daryl Walker's bus. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know when Chris Beard was here, I know when Shields was here, that, uh, hey, if Tuck was cold, uh, they'd have to turn it up a little bit. Yeah, he, he was better, cold he a better lot. bring a blanket. <laughs> uh, looking forward to the fact that the, the tournament is in Pensacola, and this is like for the women. It's the last time around uh, the sun for the men as well, the last trip to Conway, the Last trip to Boone, North Carolina, and Appalachian State. They won the league last year. These are two big games. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and we played App State in, in the conference tournament before they went on to win it. They they ended our season last year. So you're crazy if if our guys and we don't remember that. So there's a little bit of extra motivation there. But a uh, good ball club. Um, you know they got hot at the right time, which is is kind of how they play. They shoot a whole bunch of threes, and if they're going in, it's going to be a long night for you. So we got to make sure we do a good job on their shooters and, and rebound that basketball like we talked about earlier, and we should be okay. 
That game at App State will tip off at 3 o'clock Central Time, and you can hear it also right here on 106.7 Buzz 2. The games with Little Rock women, 11.30 on Thursday and then 2 o'clock on Saturday all at the Jack. Coach, good luck this week. Thanks, Ray. I appreciate you. All right, that's assistant basketball coach Preston Laird. Thanks for coming, and uh, we'll be back here again next Monday, same time, same place, right here at the Embassy Suites. Enjoy Little Rock basketball, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show presented by Embassy Suites. This broadcast was also brought to you by AC Delco Bumper to Bumper, Arkansas's best Chevy dealers, Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield, Dillard's, Pepsi, Stevens, and Simmons Bank.